Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Grant Millard Show. Um, sorry this video is being posted a little bit later than I had originally anticipated. Um, it's been a busy week in general, so I haven't had enough time to make it. But I'm excited for this episode because it's going to take the same format and feel of how the rest of the videos are going to be produced. And what we're going to do is dissect into one particular type of business and help you all understand how to really think and approach marketing um, to those types of businesses. So today's all about the auto repair industry. So let's dive into that and let's optimize. explain the way you should approach marketing for an auto repair shop is a couple different things. The first thing I'm going to do is talk about the industry in and of itself and how you should really think about marketing in general. So the overall mindset you should have based on um, my understanding of the auto repair business. Then I'm going to explain how we have found customers uh, behave when it comes to choosing or finding and choosing auto repair businesses. And then I'm going to share with you some strategic um, steps that you can take to put your business, or if you are a marketing person, put the business you're helping in a better position to be um, more effective at marketing themselves. So let's start with the first one. So first of all, any marketing plan that you put in place should have the, the goal to either maintain business or to grow business. And, and whether you like it or not, Almost everything you do when it comes to presenting yourself is marketing. Whether that's your sign, whether that's the cleanliness of your of your um, your waiting room where people are waiting to get their cars done, whether that's the cleanliness, believe it or not, even of your your tools, uh, customer service. Technically, all of that is marketing. That is all things that you specifically do to gather more of the market, and so. So there's a lot of big, big conversation when it comes to marketing, even even the layout of your of your um, of your storefront or your your um, waiting room in front of your garage is is marketing in and of itself. So the way you should approach making decisions about how you're presented in any way should be, okay, how do I grow my business? How do I sustain my business with the customer in mind? So the way a, a garage grows is someone comes to you with a problem or something simple like a break or an oil change and then based on their experience and the way you treat them and their overall feel for you they eventually decide to stay and then they say you know what kevin is my guy or bob's my guy or or whoever and or girl for that matter um and that and you get those loyal customers and that becomes over time your your base of customers they're going to bring multiple cars to you um the same car might break down multiple times have multiple issues and they'll bring them to you as well and then they'll also bring you to them for just the general wear and tear maintenance aspects of their car so something as simple as an oil change all the way up to a, you know, getting their brakes replaced and that's what you have to also consider 
is, okay, if one new customer to me, say they come here for an oil change and that's a $50 job, but then they bring it back when they're, when they need new brakes, well, you just took a $50 job and that the acquisition of that customer wasn't $50. The acquisition of that customer was the $50 plus the $400 that you just made on the brake pads or 500, depending on how much you charge. And so that increase of revenue is what the marketing that that one oil change customer eventually got you, assuming that you marketed them through the whole process. Well, let's say someone comes in for a check engine light and, and you end up being able to say, okay, well, it's actually just a very simple fix. Well, that marketing got you that one customer, but then they bring it back the next week for their oil change for their brakes because now they trust you. So that's when it comes to marketing, you can't just think I spend X number of dollars and then I got X number of customers this month based on my marketing budget because that's very, 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 very short-sighted. You have to be able to understand that the, the lifetime value of a customer is worth more than their visit in that one month. If you think too transactionally, you're going to be way too hasty about what you do or what you don't do marketing-wise, and you're going to have a very skewed understanding of what you ought to do um, from a marketing perspective. So want to make sure we set that up um, because the lifetime value of a customer is huge, especially if that customer becomes a loyal customer, which is what all marketing should be designed to help you get. So now let's go to the, the second part. Let's talk about consumer behavior. So obviously a lot of people have someone that they automatically go to so and that they're going to be referred to. So the whole word of mouth world is crucial. If you're not getting word of mouth business, it probably means that you're not a very good mechanic or your own customers don't trust you. So if you're getting business, it means that there's a level of trust being built, which is good. And then the number of people that come to you based on that is, is a pretty good litmus test as to how trustworthy are you. So internally, look at yourself, look in the mirror, make sure you're treating customers really, really well because the amount of money that you're losing by not doing that or, or by even being sloppy with that is probably a lot more than you think because um, if there's one thing that a customer wants more than anything else from a car repair person, it is transparency and it is honesty and it is the fact that they understand that you are looking out for their best interest and their best and their safety of, of them and their families as they're driving down the road. So that being said, there are a couple reasons as to why people who won't just automatically go to someone that they've been referred to and also they might go away from someone they've always gone. So um, there's a couple reasons why someone is going to be looking for a new auto repair shop. Number one, the they don't believe that the person they normally take their car to is able to do the job that they currently need done. So either they were told directly by the company or the company, they just assumed that all they did were brakes and oil changes. Now they have a, a wheel bearing that needs replaced and they don't think that their guy can actually do that. So they're gonna get on their phones or they're gonna look up something and, and look for a new place to go. Um, another issue is um, they got a quote from their, their main guy, but it's just way too expensive and they want a second opinion. It's not that they don't trust the person that they've always gone to, but they're hoping that someone else might be able to see something differently for a second opinion, just out of the hopes that they don't have to shell out $1,500 to replace something on a car that only costs them $5,000. So second opinion calls are very common, and it's not necessarily, again, that they don't trust the person that they are with. They're just desperate to find another solution. Then you have um, people um, who 
honestly, the, the trust was violated. They, they a, a job was done and, and it turns out it was done the wrong way, they found out later on, or they had something fixed, they spent a lot of money to do it, and then come to find out, they ended up um, driving down the road and the exact same problem festered up in the next couple of weeks. And so they're like, all right, I'm gonna go find somebody else because obviously he didn't know how to fix the problem. So that happens quite a bit. And then you have um, people who just never needed an auto shop before. They just took their car to Valvoline Instant Oil Change or, or a Jiffy Lube or something like that. And uh, now they need their brakes fixed or now they need um, you know, something more serious is going wrong with their car. So they wanna have it, have it looked at. And this is the first time they've needed it since they've lived in that particular area. So those are, Probably the most common circumstances, people are looking for a new auto repair shop, which is quite a lot of people. There's a lot of potential out there for businesses to grow that solid base. And the, the thing about auto repair stores or auto repair shops is that people need them really quickly. You typically, when you know you need to take your car to a mechanic, you, you've either known about this and you need it now because you just put it off or you hear something you need it checked out and you don't want to put it off because it could mean life or death in some cases, or it could mean stranded on the side of the road, or it means I can't get to work and it's going to disrupt my entire life. So people need to be able to obtain what their options are and who are the best options in the quickest way they possibly can. And as a byproduct, the number one way people are doing this these days are on their smartphones. And if you live in a, um, a high, um, populated area that's even doubly more so the case because nine times out of ten they're either not from there or you know they're not able to just call someone and ask them hey you know where would you go I mean some people are actually doing Google searches on their phones in the past um, while they're waiting for the tow truck to get there and if you honestly believe that they're going to try to call friends to ask them for recommendations in that particular case not happening they're getting on their phones and they're finding out who they trust the most Okay, so when you get on your phone, there's a lot of things you can understand about a car repair shop. You can understand what their current reputation is because they're Google reviews. You can understand what services that they have if they've, if they've promoted them. You can look at their website. You can even find out some of their basic rates if they offer that information. And, uh, and at, the, at the end of the day, you can make a pretty decent decision about which car repair shop to go to just by doing a quick search and in about 60 seconds. The comfort factor based on what you're seeing on their online presence is pretty much good to go and you're booking an appointment. Now based on now your experience may not be great, but for all intents and purposes, you feel good about going to that person at, in that particular moment and as a car repair shop. If that's not the case for you, then all those scenarios that I just mentioned, bad experience, second opinion, no longer trustworthy or just need somebody new then uh, you're not gonna get that business. And that's and, and if that person, here's the thing, that person that didn't come to you but was really close to you, goes to another shop, has a great experience, and says, you know what, this person is my guy now, they're never gonna come to you, and all the referrals from their friends that they give are not gonna be to you either. So the, that, the value of that customer that you lost just because you didn't pay attention to your online presence, just triply, triply uh, um, impacted your business. Um, it impacted your business because you didn't get that visit. You didn't get the, any of the visits from that point on and you didn't get the referrals. So you got hit in three different ways all because you were inconvenient to find in a Google search or you just didn't look that great when someone did find you. So that's a, that's a pretty big deal. 
Um, and that's a lot of money left on the table. Okay, so last thing um, that I want to talk about is, is some strategies and then how to assess them. So obviously make sure that your online presence is solid. So um, local search marketing is probably the best term for it, but you want to make sure that your Google My Business page is filled out correctly. You want to make sure that your services are filled out on there, and you're going to want to make sure that your website is very easy for people to navigate to so that if they just want to call you or send an email asking for a quote, that it's very, very easy for them to do that. So being easy to work with online is a big deal. The whole be found, be chosen, be easy to work with line very much applies here. Um, and then if you're going to actually pay for advertising, um, then I would suggest um, one, advertising on Google and Facebook. So if you're gonna advertise on Google, I would do it for the more generic terms, um, auto repair, brake shops, um, oil changes, things that people are searching for quite a bit, which are those main services. Um, and then the general, just auto shops near me, those types of things. Um, and then on Facebook, I would, if it's gonna be a visual ad, if someone's gonna see the ad, then I would, I would do one of the three things I mentioned earlier, brakes, um, oil changes, check engine lights, and, and look at your business, find out, you know, when people first came to you, what were the issues that they came to you for, and then, and then promote the heck out of those. There's a, I don't think people pay nearly enough attention to what I call gateway services. Uh, there, there is a certain service that happens so many times and is so common that this is the time where people are most likely going to use an auto shop for the first time or get a second opinion for, and that could be the difference between them coming into your business and not. And I think oil changes um, and brakes are amazing gateway um, services for the auto repair world. And I also think the check engine light thing is a big deal also. So if you'd either do free or discounted or whatever for a first time customer, if you're gonna do an ad that's visual, so a Facebook lead generation ad, a Google display ad, a retargeting ad, um, a online, those are latter two both obviously online, um, and then, or a flyer or anything that people are going to see, I would, that you're going to promote something, I would promote those things. So I hope this helped. Um, I went a little bit longer, talked a little bit longer than I anticipated doing, um, but I hope you enjoyed it. Um, if you want me to look specifically at your business, always feel free to reach out to me. Um, my contact information is right there or message me here on, uh, LinkedIn or Facebook or, or comment on YouTube or wherever you're watching this video. But I appreciate you all. Um, stay tuned next week for the next video. I'll post it a little bit earlier, I promise. Have fun and always optimize. Take care.